The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have another offensive coordinator candidate that they had an in-person interview with on Monday. That and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. Your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome into this Tuesday episode of Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Day. I want to thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listener view every single day. Don't forget you can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can follow along on Twitter. I am your host, James Yarko, at jarko underscore bucks, credentialed member of the media covering your Tampa Bay Buccaneers as deputy editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com. And as always, I want to share my appreciation for your continued support of the show. One of the ways you can support the show is you can become a Locked on Bucks insider where you get news, rumors, updates, and just general thoughts, plus one-on-one conversations with me via text message. Head to joinsubtext.com slash Locked on Bucks to become an insider today. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. On this episode of Locked On Bucks, I am going to have to pull out the famous James Soapbox, and we are going to talk about championship Sunday. But first, we do have some offensive coordinator updates. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers officially announced the completions of two interviews for their open offensive coordinator job. One was with Lions wide receivers coach Antoine Randall L, who I talked about on yesterday's show. I still feel that he's a pretty strong candidate, although I also think there's a really good chance that he gets promoted to be the offensive coordinator in Detroit if or when Ben Johnson leaves. Sounds like those in Detroit think that Ben Johnson is leaving for the Washington Commanders job. Adam Schefter said on ESPN that it's not a done deal and he wouldn't be surprised if if Ben Johnson, who's the front runner for Washington and Dan Quinn, who's the front runner in Seattle. If one of, if not both of those guys don't end up head coaches. So still, still something to keep an eye on, uh, especially if you are a Bucks fan, because that Ben Johnson, um, you know, if, if Ben Johnson goes to the commanders, that means whoever the lions are bringing in, they're looking for a new offensive coordinator could take away from one of the candidates that Tampa is interested in, or, could just be a promotion for Antoine Randall L, which essentially is kind of the same thing. The Bucks are obviously interested in him. He could end up with a different offensive coordinator job. But his interview was conducted virtually as the Lions season just ended on Sunday. But again, keep an eye out for a second in-person interview with Randall L. Now, the second completed interview was in person and was a name that we hadn't heard until Monday morning 
but one that makes a lot of sense, and that is Alex Van Pelt, the former Browns offensive coordinator. So going to dive a little into Van Pelt here, who is also a really strong candidate, in my opinion, and certainly one where they have Baker Mayfield in mind as their quarterback. So Van Pelt has been in the NFL since 2006, when he was the Bills offensive quality control coach from 06 to 07 became the quarterback coach in 2008, then was the quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator in 2009. He joined the Tampa Bay Buccaneers under Raheem Morris as the quarterback's coach in 2010 to 2011, became the Green Bay Packers running backs coach in 2012, where he was the running backs coach for 2012 and 2013, before becoming the Packers quarterback's coach from 2014 to 2017, then the Cincinnati Bengals quarterbacks coach from 2018 to 2019. Then the Cleveland Browns offensive coordinator from 2020 until this past year. He worked with Baker Mayfield in 2020 and 2021. I'm going to run through some of these offenses real quick. So in 2020, the number 16 total offense, number three in rushing, number 24 in passing, number 14 in scoring with 25 and a half points per game. They were the number seven third down offense, converted 44.9% of third downs. They finished 11 and five. Baker threw for over 3,500 yards, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions. They had a win in the playoffs against the Pittsburgh Steelers, came down to the wire against the eventual AFC champion and Kansas City Chiefs, that team scored over 30 points eight times and scored over 40 points four times. Then we move on to 2021, number 18 in total offense, number four in rushing, 27 in passing, 20 in scoring, where they averaged 20 and a half points per game. Number 17 in third down offense, they converted 39.2%. For a frame of reference, the eventual AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals were 16th in third down offense and converted 39.6. So pretty close to uh, the Cincinnati Bengals there. And of course, that was the year where Baker Mayfield was trying to battle through injury, did not play well that season. 2022, things changed. They have made the trade for Deshaun Watson. And, you know, Deshaun Watson was suspended. He only played in six games. Jacoby Brissett was the starter in 11 of them, but they finished number 14 in total offense, number six in rushing, 22 in passing, 18 in scoring, averaging 21.2 points per game, number 19 in third down offense. They converted 38.1%, uh, did beat the Buccaneers that year, were higher. Uh, they averaged three points more per game than the 2022 Buccaneers team. And then this past season, 16th in total offense, 12th in rushing, 19th in passing, 10th in scoring with 23.3 points per game. Number 29 in third down offense, they converted 31.6% of those. But you go through and you take a look at what the Browns went through uh, this past season. They lost Nick Chubb in week two. Deshaun Watson again. Only started six games. They had Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who started three games. P.J. Walker started two games. Jeff Driscoll started a game. And then, of course, Joe Flacco, who came on off the street and started five games, played really, really well for the Browns. But you take a look at another guy here who can reinvigorate this Buccaneers rushing attack, right? This is a guy who has had you know multiple 
top 10 rushing offenses over the course of the last four years. But again, you need pieces there. You need some help. If you're going to put a spark in this Buccaneers rushing attack, Rashad White needs at least one or two more guys to help him out. He can't do it all on his own. Need to fortify that left guard spot. But Alex Van Pelt, I think, is a really, really strong candidate. There was a, a camaraderie and a chemistry there with Baker Mayfield. Unfortunately, it wasn't Alex Van Pelt's decision for Baker Mayfield to get traded away to the Carolina Panthers. So you wonder how things could have gone for them in 2022 and 2023 with a healthy Baker Mayfield compared to only having Deshaun Watson for what amounted to about two-thirds of one season over the course of two years. So an interesting name to keep an eye on for sure. Still more interviews coming. I talked about those on yesterday's episode in case you haven't seen that. Uh, Brian Johnson, the former Eagles offense coordinator, Jerron Johnson, the Texans quarterback coach, a couple of more guys, and Jake Peets, the Rams passing game analyst, all have interviews scheduled. So again, going to keep you updated as much as possible on this offensive coordinator search, but we need to talk more about this ongoing search and why there's no hurry to land someone. That is coming up next on this episode of Locked On Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. I love kicking back with the family, chowing down on some of our Super Bowl staples, queso, pizza bread, pretzel bites, cupcakes, and enjoying that last night of football before September when the games start again. And I especially like seeing how crazy we can get with some of the prop bets like the Gatorade color that will be dumped on the coach over under on the national anthem and which song is going to be first during the halftime show. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. And not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points are going to be scored, and much, much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Thank you again for making Locked On Bucks your first listener view every single day. Every day is make sure you are coming back tomorrow. No WTSP Wednesday. That's going to be moved to Thursday again. But going to continue to talk about this Buccaneers offensive coordinator surge and all the latest with the Buccaneers. But in the meantime, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, so it's time for a mini soapbox here on Locked On Bucks, because I've seen some things on social media and in some comment sections, and I feel this needs to be addressed. 
Now, I'd like to think that a lot of our viewers and listeners are, are much smarter than this, but I feel this needs to be said anyway. The Buccaneers do not need to be in a hurry to hire someone. They only need to hire the right someone. So this stems from over the weekend, and I saw people on Twitter absolutely freaking out after Kellen Moore, Ken Dorsey, and Zach Robinson were all hired, screaming about how the Bucs are dragging their feet and all the good coaches are going to be gone and and they're in no hurry and it's going to cost them and, and this and that. First off, chill. That's not how any of this works. The Bucs scheduled interviews with those guys, but that doesn't mean that they can't take other offers before those interviews take place. That's that's first and foremost. Second, all the good coaches are not going to be gone. This time last year, nobody knew who Dave Canales was outside of Seattle. Everyone was all in on Todd Munkin, Munkin who turned the Buccaneers job down because of uncertainty surrounding Bowles and his future. And I remember Dan Pitcher being a hot name among Bucks fans. I know David and I talked about him a lot on this show, and it was the same thing. There was so much uncertainty as to whether or not Todd Bowles was a lame duck head coach. The Bucks didn't have a quarterback at the time. There was a lot of uncertainty surrounding the job. Now, there was even hope for Kellen Moore this time last year, uh, but that dude was unemployed for like eight hours before landing with the Chargers. And now look at what is going on. Dave Canales is a head coach. Kellen Moore is the offensive coordinator with his third team in as many seasons. Dan Pitcher just got promoted to offensive coordinator in Cincinnati after they lost Brian Callahan to the Tennessee Titans. So deep breath, everyone. This isn't free agency. This is a completely different animal. Not only that, but the Bucs aren't the only team with a vacancy around the NFL. The Raiders, the Patriots, Saints, Steelers, Seahawks, Chargers, Commanders, Panthers, Titans, all still looking for coordinators. The 49ers and Chiefs are probably going to lose some coaches after the Super Bowl, and they're going to have to replace those guys. There are still teams that don't even have head coaches, let alone coordinators. These staffs are going to start to get filled out, but you all should know how this works by now. Most of these jobs are filled by people that the head coaches or other members of the staff or the franchise have worked with before. It's not like there's only six offensive coordinators available with 10 teams needing one. So the Bucs are going to end up hiring the Annie Ann's sample guy from the food court at the mall. That's not how this goes. So when I see people screaming for Todd Bowles or Jason Light's jobs because they aren't hiring someone fast enough, it starts to get a little old. I would rather the Bucs wait until Valentine's Day if it means that they're getting the right guy rather than rush the process just to have someone. It's kind of like that kid who has $10 in his pocket and he has to buy something. So he settles for something that he doesn't really want just so that he has something rather than, I don't know, cut a few more yards or, or shovel a few more driveways and end up with $50 to get the thing that he really wanted in the first place. I say that because I was that kid. 
My mom would take me to a store. And if I had money in my pocket, I had to find something that I could buy because I had to take something home that day. But that's how some of these people are reacting to the offensive coordinator search. They, they want someone right now, right this minute, so that it's done, rather than the Bucks go through the process of doing these interviews, finding the right candidate, finding the person whose philosophies and leadership fits the style of the team. This time last year, the Bucks had interviewed Dave Canales, Clint Kubiak, who honestly I think should be in play for them again this year, Keenan McCardell, Shea Tierney, Jim Bob Cooter, Ronald Curry, Thomas Brown, Scotty Montgomery, Todd Munkin, and Dan Pitcher. They hired Dave Canales. Again, look at that list or, or, or think about that list that I just read you. Dave Canales is the only one of those guys who is now a head coach. So the Buccaneers need to worry about taking their time. You know, just because one guy gets hired doesn't mean that the Bucs season is already lost. That's, that's not what happens. And you see guys get plucked out of these offensive analyst or passing game coordinators or quarterback coach positions, and they become the next big thing at offensive coordinator. Sometimes a retread at offensive coordinator, like maybe an Alex Van Pelt, a Brian Johnson, you know, a, a Clint Kubiak, a, a Frank Reich could be the right answer. But sometimes it's a Dave Canales. Sometimes it's a guy who hasn't had a chance yet, who hasn't gotten his opportunity to really shine and parlays that into a head coaching job less than one year later. So don't be in a hurry. Don't force this thing. And everybody pounding the table and screaming for them to just hurry up and get it done is asking for problems. You're asking for them to make the wrong decision just so that they've made a decision. Just because they had that $10 in their pocket and had to go home with something instead of waiting it out and saving up and getting the thing that they really, really wanted. So take your time, make the right hire and get to work. Rushing this and making the wrong choice could not only derail the Buccaneers 2024 season, but it could cost people their jobs. It could cost players their jobs, coaches their jobs, front office people their jobs. This has to be a diligent process by the Buccaneers to make sure that the guy that they bring in in 2024 helps orchestrate an offense that Baker wants to play in and can exceed in, that Mike Evans wants to come back and play in, that makes the Buccaneers rushing attack a legitimate threat and wins them a fourth consecutive NFC South title. What a wild championship Sunday we had. I react to it coming up next on this episode of Locked on Bucks. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. 
With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusion supply, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Wrapping things up here on a Tuesday episode of Locked On Bucks and reacting to Championship Sunday. Speaking of Todd Munkin, woof, did the Ravens look absolutely terrible on Sunday? Lamar couldn't pass. Todd Munkin had arguably his worst play calling day of the season, and the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. Taylor Swift is headed to the Super Bowl. On the flip side, as many of you saw or heard on yesterday's episode, I'm sure there's comments on YouTube uh, about it. I mentioned that the 49ers were getting absolutely worked while I was doing that episode. And uh, man, did that change. What an incredible comeback for the San Francisco 49ers. And we have ourselves a Super Bowl 54 rematch coming up in two weeks. But who are Bucks fans rooting for? That's kind of the question. And, and I know a lot of people are sick and tired of the Chiefs, and I get it. Uh, I, I really, really do. And especially this year, people are are burnt out on, on the Chiefs and the Swift stuff and, and all that. And I get it. Uh, but there are some former Buccaneers on this Chiefs roster that maybe some of you are, are going to be rooting for to win another ring or maybe win their first ring. You got Donovan Smith. Justin Watson, Mike Edwards, and Blaine Gabbert, all on this Kansas City Chiefs roster, uh, all members of the AFC champions. And I know a lot of you would love nothing more than to see like two-minute situation at the end of the game. Chiefs are down by four, need a touchdown to, to win the game, an epic Patrick Mahomes come from behind victory in the final minutes of the Super Bowl, and then Donovan Smith gets called for holding and derails the whole thing, and the Chiefs lose. Uh, but that's that's neither here nor there. As far as the 49ers are concerned, they do have one former Buccaneer player in Logan Ryan. Doesn't really get a whole lot of playing time. He's a rotational guy. But, of course, there is Buccaneers legend and pro football Hall of Famer John Lynch, who is the GM of the 49ers and put together this this incredible team that has been a contender in the NFC for the majority of his tenure there. And I realize he missed on Trey Lance and, and gave up a lot of draft picks thinking that was the guy for the future. But instead, he landed Brock Purdy as Mr. Irrelevant, brought in Christian McCaffrey, you know, has has put this team together to be a contender. And he was hired straight out of the of the NFL on Fox booth in 2017. And the 49ers are 64 and 51 since. You know, they have four conference championship appearances. They now have their second Super Bowl appearance. And they're looking for their first Super Bowl win since they the 49ers beat the Chargers 
way back was Steve Young. I I, I don't I think that was Super Bowl twenty nine, because um, I think it was in between the the second Cowboys win over the Bills and then the Cowboys beating the Steelers in in Super Bowl thirty. It was right in there, but we're talking a long time since the 49ers have have won a Super Bowl. They've been to a couple. They lost with Harbaugh as their coach against the in the Har Bowl uh, against the Ravens, and then of course lost Super Bowl Fifty Four to the Kansas City Chiefs. But it's really, really impressive what John Lynch has done, what Kyle Shanahan has done, and Kyle Shanahan's one of those guys that we've been talking about on this show. You know, Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay and and plucking coaches from those from those teams in order to try to get some of that magic as your offensive coordinator or your defensive coordinator in the case of of Raheem Morris you know both of his both his offensive and defensive coordinators now with the Atlanta Falcons came from the Los Angeles Rams so you know a, a lot of these guys who are finding so much success you know they they have their coaches plucked and, and Kyle Shanahan is for sure one of those guys and I don't know maybe one day when Jason Light is no longer the GM of the Bucks the Bucs should hire Rondé and, and see if if he's as good as, as John is. But regardless, it, it's going to be a really interesting game, and I want you guys to let me know in the comments section. Let me know on Twitter who you are going to be rooting for. Uh, and then, of course, the week of the Super Bowl, we're going to dive in. We're going to have some fun doing some predictions and checking out prop bets with our friends over at FanDuel. Those are always a lot of fun. When your team's not in it, you find ways to, to entertain yourself and Soak it up. It's the last game of the season. We're not going to have a, a, a real football game again for what is that? Seven months after the after the Super Bowl. So something else that David and I always talked about was in, enjoy the ride, enjoy the time that you're watching these football games because it'll be over, and then you have months and months and months of waiting. And of course, the NFL never sleeps. We have the coaching search, we have free agency, we have the draft. And then you get into rookie mini camp and then you get into training camp and then boom, the season is here again. But, you know, it's it, it's going to be a really fun Super Bowl. I think Christian McCaffrey, uh, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, those guys, you know, make San Francisco absolutely electric to watch. And the Chiefs have bounced back as bad as their receivers have been, as much as they struggled throughout the year. They're one of the great football teams. They really are, and and they face adversity, and they overcome it. They have the best defense that they've had in the Patrick Mahomes era that has helped them get to this point. But then the offense, yeah, it looked good in the first half against the Ravens. Travis Kelsey was just on a whole nother level against the Ravens. I think he finished with like 11 receptions, and that's another guy. You know, Mahomes and Kelsey have broken the Brady and Gronk postseason touchdown record. Uh, Travis Kelsey broke Jerry Rice's all-time reception record in the postseason. So I'm not saying, I'm just saying this might be the last game we see Travis Kelsey play it. It would not surprise me in the least if both he and Jason retire after this season. And obviously, Travis Kelsey has plenty going on in his in his personal life. He may be ready to walk away from the game before the injuries mount up so that he can have a normal, full, healthy life and and maybe start, you know, going and in, in looking into other interests. He and Jason have an incredible podcast, um, you know, that they really enjoy doing. So that would that's honestly going to be my my guess is that 
Travis Kelsey, if the Chiefs win this, walks away from the game with three Super Bowl rings and, and an incredible career. But uh, you know, we'll we'll get more into the Super Bowl as that gets closer. In the meantime, we're going to continue to talk about the Buccaneers offensive coordinator search, continue to break that down. Again, no WTSP Wednesday tomorrow. I will be at the Illinois Ohio State basketball game Tuesday night. So the Wednesday episode will be dropping late morning, early afternoon on YouTube and on your podcast platforms. But in the meantime, check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks at JayArco underscore Bucks. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, sus- subscribe on your podcast catcher of choice and become a Locked On Bucks insider by going to JointSubtext.com slash locked on bucks hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day stay safe stay healthy fire the cannons want to thank you so much for joining me right here on locked on bucks part of the locked on podcast network your team every day 